Hello, and welcome to the Fan Fiction Book Club podcast, a weekly podcast that explores the good, the bad, and the cringy of fan fiction, hosted by me, Ollie, and my lovely co host, SG. Hey! Poppy. Hi! And T Stan. Hello! Every month, we scour the internet to bring you four different fanfic reads. This month is Super Mario Bros. Check our website at fanfictionbookclub.com or follow us on Twitter and Instagram at fanfictionados for the full lineup of stories for the month and to connect with us on the web. This week we're discussing is my pick. Um, It's called Fresh Air by Drones of Innocence, um, which is featured on fanfiction.net. Uh, this work was written in 2019 um, with 17,000 words, and it has two chapters. And the tags here really are just Peach and Mario. It's a story revolved around them. Um, to give a brief summary, um, Princess Peach is secretly a stripper. Everyone in the kingdom knows that Mario has a crush on her. She's suspicious of him. What sort of guy just rescues princesses purely out of the kindness of his heart? Her bet is that he fakes it for the money and fame. He hasn't given her a reason to think he's not a good guy yet. So what? So what's she to think when she finds him at her strip club? So this story is pretty much all about Princess Peach. She is not only the princess of the Mushroom Kingdom, but she's also a stripper by night. So a few times in a week, she goes and works at a strip club. She and I think it's Princess Daisy and Pauline are all princesses masquerading as um, strippers. Starting in chapter one, because there's two chapters. Um, Chapter one just kind of details Princess Peach. Um, It introduces her as this stripper. She's the princess of a kingdom. And I think they make it clear that she's, she's sort of like a politician. So she's trying to gain intel on kind of men like Prince, uh, Prince Mario. Um, Hero Mario <laughs> and other people. Um, she's of eligible age. She's she has many suitors, and so she just really wants to understand the true colors of these men. And so she strips under this guise of Millie Vanilli, um, also known as um, Blossom. That's her fake name. As a She's the most ridiculous stripper name I've ever heard. Which Billy Vanilli, Vanilli or Blossom? I was like Billy Vanilli. I was like I, I out loud. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" You know, I didn't Apparently. realize her name was Millie Vanilli until she had that conversation with Mario much later in the story. <laughs> yeah, I I looked it up, and apparently Millie Vanilli is an actual band, yeah. a no, they, band. It was a band know. and. The, they got in a whole bunch of hot water because they it wasn't them singing. They had other people singing for them, and like they got their Grammys taken away from them and stuff. Oh, and it was a that's whole thing. Right? Um, I totally forgot what that I just name was. That's, that's the name that they chose for stripper name. Yeah. 
yeah, her her stripper name is Millie Vanilli. Um and she she is kind of like this powerful woman when she's in this disguise uh masquerading as this stripper and she's trying to just kind of see men for who they really are so when she's in the when she is as princess peach she knows their true intentions so she sees mario in this club and she's only really met him when he's saving her or when he's as the hero. So she she tries to see his true intentions like she does everyone else. And she kind of, she doesn't interrogate him, but she's definitely trying to understand his intentions. And she finds that he's like a super humble, sensitive, kind of a dork kind of a guy. And he doesn't realize that he's like this, this hero, this like popular guy, he thinks he's just kind of like everyone else. While people are like, there's girls in the club and they like giggle at him, like, oh, it's the hero. And he doesn't really realize his influence in this, in this kingdom. And yeah, pretty much that first chapter, just kind of introducing Mario and Princess Peach together. And she finds him kind of cute. And Mario confesses that he's like, totally into princess peach um and even though she tries to seduce him he's like no i like princess peach and he makes that pretty clear which i think is kind of cute that he's super into the princess pure pure and not even swayed by this like stripper right in front of him who's showing her cleavage like really making it clear and then i guess going into chapter two um it starts off <laughs> very interestingly <laughs> first time reading it i thought something totally different was going on than what was being described um but basically chapter two begins an intense back rub an explicit back very rub. misleading to something else yeah <laughs> which was the point of it yeah obviously it was still yeah. Like, what? <laughs> I know. I was like, Ollie, did you pick another book with low-key sex scenes in it? <laughs> For listeners yeah. who do not know, Ollie picked a book last month that was, what was it? A Cinderellic Labyrinth? That's, yes. Yeah. Crossover. And there, there was some steamy stuff going on in that story. <laughs> yes. But this, if this was different, there is absolutely no sex scenes in this story i feel like there might as well be though the way they described it you knew what they were getting at (laughs) you know well it was craftily um confusing but it was a it was a back rub it was a misdirect that's exactly what it was (laughs) so yes there is a an intense back rub scene um Sorry, what happened in chapter two? <laughs> <laughs> um, so in chapter two, um, Mario's kind of taking the advice that Blossom, the stripper version of Peach, um, gave to him to get on the princess's good side. So he's doing nice things for her, like giving her back rubs and just being a person that she can depend on in the court. 
um, because she has to deal with a lot of foreign leaders who are self-important princes who apparently are huge fans of strip clubs. Um, all the prince, all the princes go to all the same the princes strip club. go to the same yeah. strip club together. <laughs> like this must be a really great strip club. For or it's the only one so in frequently. town. Must be the only one in the Mushroom Kingdom. <laughs> I don't like. I don't. How big is the Mushroom Kingdom? It seems pretty tiny. I mean, I'm pretty sure it's only. Like the pieces we see from the games, and and the things we see from the games, it's only toads there. Peach is the only human-looking person. I'm just all I could picture the whole time was just a bunch of toads at a strip club. So so plot so <laughs> plot was, twist, that guys. That was the mental image I had the whole time. So you guys, what if? Have you guys ever seen the story Thumbelina? Love it. What if Princess Peach was a tiny person spirited away from the human realm by toads and brought up as Princess Peach? That is a wild. What if she's a a kidnap victim? Because she's like the only human there, right? and yes. Bowser's trying to get her back. <gasps> oh my gosh, and Bowser's like a ninja yeah. turtle. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> and he followed Mario through the sewers to get her back, but he knew her. He's like, no, little girl. I bet you know uh, Bowser, what? He was probably Bowser's like Peach's bodyguard or something. He was probably like her pet dragon uh, turtle thing. <laughs> and then they Dragon both they both got thing. hit by the same toxic ooze that t- made Peach tiny and made Bowser sentient. And then she was stolen, oh and he ran after her. And he's been trying he's been trying to get her back to the human realm for thirty years. Oh my, oh my god! This is oh my god. Okay, SG, you need to write this fanfic. You need to write this fanfic. Oh my god, I would need <laughs> oh so many gosh. drugs to get through it. I. <laughs> <laughs> The magic I'd mushroom. Have to reach a whole level of, yeah, I'd have to reach a, a magic mushroom level of crazy from the mushroom kingdom. <laughs> Specifically. Oh my gosh. <laughs> do you think someone's like made those connections? I don't know. God, do I have to write this now? I'm like really <laughs> curious. Now. Okay. It's gonna be five hundred words, but I'll write it. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so this plot. That is not the plot of this no, fanfiction. That, that has nothing to do with this fanfiction. Just crazy late night thoughts. So, um, chapter two, each, um, after she saw, talked to Mario in chapter one about, um, uh, his, and got to know the real him, she's like, okay, I trust him now. And so she brings him along to a trade meeting. And all of the princes are like, you suck because you're, you're a girl and we're all, we all suck. And, um, last week and Mario saved her and, um, she says, she says, I put out a call of help. I asked for help from every single person in this room 
And Mario's the only person who answered that call. And that shut all the princes up. And they're like, oops, that's bad. And, <laughs> um, and then they could get on with their meeting. Um, but then it goes on to deal with the fact that Peach doesn't think that Mario will like her if he finds out that she's a stripper. And so she's like, I'm going to tell him, I'm going to, as, as my stripper persona, I'm going to let him know that Peach sucks subtly. Just not doing that at all. And she's like, oh man, I messed up. And then the chapter ends with like one of the princes being like ominously in the background as if the story will continue, but it doesn't. It which makes me sad because I did like this story. I I liked her, where it was going and I wish that it had continued. Yeah, this is one of the few stories that I'm like, if there were more chapters, I would read them. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it was I think it was pretty well written. Um I liked how they kind of delved a little into not being from this world and that yeah. she was wearing a t-shirt that said or she found a t-shirt or something like that that said Millie Vanilli and that's why she chose that name where that t-shirt came from I don't know but Mario thought she liked that music and she didn't even know that that was a band I thought that so it's like Mario is Jumpman, like the mythical Jumpman, and he like is from a different dimension or something, and is transported here somehow. It's just kind of like a background plot of this. It makes me figure. wonder if there are more chapters if they would explore that. Yeah, I did. Um, I did appreciate in this story, and I don't know if you guys remember that I complained in previous weeks about how they handled Italian accents and language barriers. <laughs> yes. And I actually got a little hint of what I wanted in this story. Where yes. he didn't have a complete mastery of their native language. And you could I like, think that get the sense that he was a foreigner. I think that this was a good middle ground in in between what you want. Yeah, like this was a great yeah, like, middle ground. I I think that was my favorite part of the story was I was like, oh my gosh, he's Italian. He yeah, did the thing he speaks, but the yay. way. but yeah, so you can understand it, but it's not so like in your face that it's like, oh, why are they just putting an A after everything? <laughs> <laughs> yeah to make it sound like he has an accent but i really appreciated that and i thought that was a really nice uh balance um to add that feature to the story mm -hmm. i at first thought he was stuttering or like shy but then i realized he didn't completely understand the full language so at first i thought because it, it would like leave like a dash and I'm like, is he gonna finish his sentence? Like, but but he I guess doesn't know how to, to finish it, went. Ollie. I know. I I forgot. I mean, he he's Italian. He doesn't speak. Well, does do the do the people language. in the Mushroom Kingdom even speak? Or what kingdom is she in? Is she in the Mushroom? The, 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 mush, the Mushroom yeah. Kingdom. Yes. Do people in the Mushroom Kingdom even speak English? Like, what are they speaking? Mushroomian. Uh, uh, Mushroomian. 
Shroomtonian? I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, yeah I, I was know. I was super psyched about that part of the story. That got me hyped. I'm so glad his accent or his, his Italianness, 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 whatever, peeking through. His Italian yeah. heritage. His Italian heritage was peeking behind the bushes. Peeping. Yeah, it was a peeping tom. Yeah, I I was really apprehensive about the story at first. Like, oh my gosh, she's a stripper. How is this useful? And I don't know that it really was useful to the plot of the story for the political reasons that she listed, but creating the tension between um, Mario's idea of who Peach is and Peach's secret persona was an interesting detail to add to the story. Like it, whole- it would have, it would have been very important if the story had kept going. Um, yeah, I think. But yeah, because like maybe somebody could like threaten her, um, her position if they found out that she was a stripper. So she kind yeah, of or she, cred- credibility as a princess or something like mm-hmm. that. Or she's like in the middle of an important deal, trade deal, and she then sees them in the strip club and overhears their conversation about how they're going to screw her over or something like yeah. that. And then, but that yeah. didn't happen. Yeah. Unfortunately, that would have been cool yeah. if it did. But it seemed like it was just a plot device for Peach to give Mario advice on how to woo her. <laughs> Yeah, even she had already been wooed, if that's even yeah. a word. Wooed. She'd been wooed. She had been wooed. <laughs> I think her being a stripper, though, was able to kind of establish her as this, like, this strong woman, and it kind of explored, like, sexuality and kind yeah. of, like, feminism of her use her assets to um, gain intel on these princes. Yeah, it was it was good because um like in the game she's just the damsel in distress, you know? So it was really cool to give her that uh freedom, you know, to do yeah. whatever she wants. Yeah, she was a much more capable princess in this than she yeah. really even was in the previous stories that we've read. Yeah. Which is very cool to see. Like, she's actually handling foreign affairs and um, domestic issues going on in the country and negotiating trade deals. Yeah, like, she was like a politician, not just like she playing was a, a role straight as straight up politician. Meeting yeah. To yeah. She was taking names. The only thing about the stripper element is that it's just unrealistic that a politician would have enough time. To do their day job and then <laughs> go to a strip club at night. That, that, that is something that I didn't think about. That's true. That was the it's first thing I thought about. Nights a week. I, have, every night. I have a full-time job and I do this. And that's like, ugh. But it, yeah. you're always yeah. on when you're a politician. Like, stuff comes up at any minute of the day that you have to deal with. I don't know that you're ever really allowed to be off. So it doesn't make sense that she would be able to take this much time to be off if she is as involved in the politics of her um, kingdom as it seems in this story. So that was the only... Not- 
Uh-huh. Yeah, it's go ahead. <laughs> oh, so so that was the only thing that um was questionable to me, like the plausibility of her being able to juggle those two responsibilities also without being caught. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like people are always watching her. The the thing that I find most unbelievable is the fact that she was able to change her appearance so much that the politicians that she was just with that day didn't recognize her as a stripper. Well, that that's, was like yeah. the, that's like the that Superman thing where he takes his glasses that's off. True. Like, oh my god, it's Superman. Yeah, that that is that's true. only Clark Kent. But her bangs yeah. are pretty distinct. So yeah. that's also kind of far fetched. Yeah. Like she said she had dark eye makeup on and she put her hair in a ponytail, but it's like, yeah, but when I put on dark makeup and put my hair in a ponytail, you still know that oh. it's me. Yeah, I'd so. be able to pick you out of a crowd. <laughs> Yeah, you know the princess kind of. Yeah, you know, yeah, she's on everything, lady. Everyone would know. It was also Princess Daisy and Pauline all doing the same thing. Who's Pauline? The owner. I don't Pauline, know Pauline was. Is. I thought Pauline she was, was the the original Peach. Um, yes. In uh, uh, what Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong, thank you. Um, so, yeah, Donkey Kong, the hero of Donkey Kong was Mario, and he was saving Pauline from Donkey Kong. Yes, Pauline was uh, his girlfriend, which was is the only canon was relationship Donkey Kong's he had. girlfriend? No, Pauline Mario's. Was oh, Mario's, Mario's girlfriend. girlfriend. Okay. And that's, that's also where the nickname Jumpman came from, was yeah. Donkey Kong. Oh! Uh, Interesting. Little trivia bits. Those that yeah. are listening that know more about old Mario history, don't quote us on anything. Yeah. Yeah, nice. don't quote Be me gentle. on anything. We're trying. <laughs> I know nothing yeah, we... about Mario. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> We're doing our best. <laughs> I hope that what I'm saying is correct. <laughs> <laughs> we don't we don't have the wiki up, okay? Yeah, we're not putting that much effort in. This is a book club, <laughs> after all. <laughs> I'm, but I'm fairly certain that that is, like, so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you and T. Stan are our resident uh, Mario experts. But I just want to know why why all the princesses at this club are they all doing the same thing, or is this? Uh, I I don't know if they're all the princesses or if they're if the author just took those characters and made them like and just made them strippers you know i don't know if daisy and pauline are still princesses i think they said i don't even think that they're all princesses in disguise oh Oh, never mind (laughs) so the even weirder thing bouncing off of your question ollie is if they're all princesses is there only one strip club in all of the kingdoms (laughs) Is it just like in the center point where all the kingdoms intersect and that's where the strip club is and all the At princesses the from all the kingdoms go to the central location? On the corner of the crossroads oh, of yeah. all of the kingdoms, there's, there's a strip club. <laughs> I really want to know what the geography of this world is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm Don't so know. curious. Because if if two princesses from different kingdoms 
can get to a strip club on the same night. They can't be that far away from each other. Yeah. Questions. Questions that have no answers. No answers, but we can make up our own. I'd like to think that all the kingdoms are just in a giant X and at the crossroads in the middle, there is a strip club surrounded by fountains and fancy things like a roundabout <laughs> oh yeah that, that's great i love that and oh no, no one acknowledges that it's there but it's like the centerpiece of all the kingdoms <laughs> uh do we want to talk about characters we kind of talked a little bit already um peach was great i appreciated yeah, her peach was awesome I appreciated yeah. her um, self-confidence and very feminist stance on handling her own political business and taking yeah. the initiative to be a stripper, even though I don't know that it was really necessary. I think she could have just gotten friendly with some strippers, not in a sexual way, in a friendship way, and yeah. uh, like gotten intel from them. I think that might have even been cooler if she was just like hip with the strippers. Could be cool. Than necessarily being one. Because then it doesn't create the question in my head of like, where does she have the time to do all this and sleep? Yeah. And run a country or kingdom. Yeah. And then what what other characters were in there? There was like the the creepy princes. Oh, okay. Yeah, we can talk about Mario. (laughs) I love Mario. He was such a guy. He was was a a very sweet. He's a very sweet guy in this one. Yeah. Did you guys, like I asked in the first one, did you guys imagine with Peach stripping and her and Mario flirting with each other, them as their like characters, or did you make up something more humanoid in your heads? Oh, they were definitely not like. They were definitely humanoid in my head. Yeah. Hey. hey. Yeah. It felt less creepy somehow and I f- to make them like look like people. And I forgot to ask this last week because last week we actually had an interspecies story and I totally we totally oh, yeah. glossed over that detail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm you know, I'm glad we just went right by that. I did think about it as we were talking, but I didn't want to bring it up. I was with the with the last one I was trying so hard to imagine them as humanoid, but uh-huh. With the descriptions, it's like it was impossible to imagine them as anything other than Koopas. So it was it was weird. Anyways, with this one, um <laughs> I I tried I I can I just couldn't get it out of my head that Mario was this short dude that comes up to like Peach's waist, you know? Like I I couldn't yeah. get it out of my head. <laughs> yeah. It's saying here that he was that short, or no, I don't think so. Okay, because yeah, I, I, I envisioned him as just a shorter guy, with like I think she mentioned that his nose was slightly bigger. Um, but yeah, I saw them all as just the people with interesting characteristics. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just couldn't imagine anything. Because these characters, like, they're humanoid, but they're so far out of the realm of human proportions that I just, like, 
if I imagined something else, then it wasn't Mario and Peach at that point. Yeah, I mean, I had adult, like, these adult themes, so I don't, I think my mind just inverted them. non cartoony characters. Yeah. And so the story was pretty light on characters because those two are the main ones and then everyone else was just kind of passing through or just a plot device to show Peach's political abilities. They were definitely the focus of the story. Wanted If this had continued, I'd want to know more about Prince Haru. Yeah, me he too. Was clearly a budding villain or... Uh, antagonist do you think the author meant to stop the story there or do you think that it just happened to i don't know i mean it says complete and seeing how this was written in 2019 maybe they just didn't want to finish it so they hit eight just to get it out there maybe because i know a lot of people Part of their like search filter is complete stories. Oh, look! Maybe that was a device for people to see it, and I don't know, encourage her to write. No. Huh. Oh. So I'm reading the author's notes at the end of the of chapter two, and in the middle of it, she says, "Geez, this chapter got long, and the story isn't even over yet." has actually been done for quite some time i was saving it for when i had more of the last chapter done so that is kind of contradictory it tells me that the story's not done but it's done i don't know excuse me drones of innocence where's the rest of the story is that is no Uh, yeah drones of innocence if you are reading uh or if you're listening if you're you're listening please finish your story (laughs) We're curious. So, did you want to know how it ends? Didn't we read another one of her stories? Yes, that was my pick. That was um, <laughs> that was the, the one about the Shadow Man Queen, War. right? Man of War. Well, they finished Man of War. Man of War was just a one shot. Yeah, I feel like this could have been a one shot too. Could yeah. I feel like if if instead of uh. Mario leaving the bar and Peach not telling him who she is, she could have just told him right there and they could have had like a heart to heart or he could have said, forget you. And then it could have been over. But it was just like a non issue because it was just never addressed and then it just stopped. And I I feel like the first chapter could have just been a standalone because the way that the first chapter ended is kind of cute. Yeah, and then they went on for the whole second chapter and just gave me more questions. But I did think it was cool that they acknowledged that Mario is from another world in this story and that that was a big part of his character development. Was Mario the, the game's debut in the 80s? Yes. Do you want to, you know... Because that would make sense of why they chose Millie Vanilli, because that was like an 80s band. Oh. And so that's his time frame. So does that cover characters? I think, I think so. What do you- pretty good on characters. 
Okay. Two main people really to discuss. Yeah. Yeah, those those two are the main ones. It was mostly about Mario and Peach and uh Millie Vanilli slash Blossom, who was Peach as well. Yeah. Plot twist. What's next? Want the writing. writing. I was fine with the writing. Well, I I was fine with the writing. I was really impressed with how the accent was portrayed and the language yeah. barrier was portrayed. I was impressed with how the author wrote that and the rest of it was it was writing I could follow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the writing was pretty dang good. Mm-hmm. And that's all you can ask for in a book. You just don't cringe when you read it. <laughs> yeah. all I ask is like I don't want cringy writing yeah I just like, want to be able to read it and get the story I don't want to think about how you wrote it yeah like good writing is you don't really notice the writing uh-huh. it's just yeah, it just, it just immerses you into the story unless you're very impressed with how they worded something yes. then, then you can notice the writing but unless it's for a good reason you shouldn't notice it <laughs> yeah I like that it had little dialogue i'm kind of i kind of don't like when stories have to explain everything through dialogue i like it when the author is able just to kind of create the story just like naturally if that makes any sense um like free form they just they explain the story and i think the author didn't assume that we all knew this universe so they kind of created or they just really detail the universe they, without they really you know, someone having to go into a story through the dialogue. They um, really establish the characters and the lore. Yeah. I think they did that really well. Um, and yeah, it was just like an easy read. Like, again, it, it, it just flowed so nicely. Like, I read through this really quickly. And... I didn't really leave with too many questions. Mm-hmm. Thing was outright cringy. Besides the beginning of the first um, paragraph of the second chapter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that part's pretty cringy. <laughs> um, how well did they stick to the fandom? I mean, Peach is a stripper. Yeah, that was, I was literally just about to say, um, well. For this story, I really don't care how well they stuck to the fandom because they established their own alternate yeah. lore within the universe. Yeah. I mean, I, totally I feel fair. like you can break from a fandom as long as you explain what part of the story is broken. I mean, that's what AUs are anyway. This yeah. is just a stripper AU. Yeah, this is a I stripper mean, AU. I did not expect those words to ever leave my mouth. <laughs> a stripper AU. Yeah, Um. I mean, heck, we don't really know that much about the Mario world. No. Like, yeah. the plot. So, for all we know, Peach could be a stripper. Like, Well, we know <laughs> that's not true. We know <laughs> that's, that's not true. Secret. <laughs> Yeah, it's the greatest secret of the Mushroom Kingdom. No, the greatest secret. TMZ. The greatest secret of the Mushroom Kingdom (laughs) is who Bowser Jr.'s dad is, or mom is. That's the biggest secret. It's Peach. It's definitely Peach. You imagine the birthing process for Peach? Yeah. I don't want to imagine it. 
Yeah. The, the little the birthing process. Baby. Birth Bowser Jr. What are you? Are you looking I mean, this up, Poppy? Why are you doing this, Mom? Both come from eggs. I'm just, I'm just looking up like a picture of Bowser Bowser Jr. He's cute. He's a little cutie. He's a turtle, right? Yes. He's, he's, he's got a turtle dragon. dragon. He's got a spiky shell. Okay. Anything? Anything else? Anyone else wants to add? I don't think so. Oh, I think we covered a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right, then what's your rating out of five mushrooms? What would you give this story? I think I would give this story. I'm teetering between two and three mushrooms, but I think I'll give it two and a half. And I'll give it two and a half because one, I appreciated Mario's character. I thought it was very well fleshed out. And I loved how the writer approached the language barrier between him and Peach. Um, number two, I appreciated that Peach was a strong female Peach character who had some sense of politics. Um, it would have been a full three points if the story felt like it had like a completion point. Mm. But the fact that it lacked that um, really bothered me. <laughs> yeah. And it, it just kind of felt like it just like dropped off and that was the end of it. But I mean, what was there was really fun. Two and a half mushrooms. So um, I think I would give this story um, probably like three mushrooms out of five. Um that's mainly because it's not done. It doesn't feel done. But if it was done, then it could be going up to like a four or, you know, so it just needs to be complete. I agree with everything you said. <laughs> what about you, Ollie? It's your pick. Yeah. I want to say... I want to give it like a 3.75. Oh, wow. That's high. Because I know. I think I liked, I liked characters. I like how the author portrayed um, Princess Peach as not like a damsel in distress. Like most stories try to follow too closely of how the characters are. I like that she was pretty strong and bold and, she said what was on her mind for the most part, at least as stripper Peach. Um, and Mario was this kind of like secure, kind of humble, humble hero type. And you don't see that kind of too often of having these kind of like swapped roles. Um, I don't know. If it was complete, it would probably be more like a four but it was not but it has so much potential so i don't know i liked it just wish it was it was completed yeah yeah totally agreed new t-stand um, yeah um i would give it a three no. pretty much right in the middle of the board but not quite low enough for two and a half um I liked it. I think I agree with Ollie. It had a lot of potential. 
Um, but it just, it wasn't quite there. A lot of, I mean, obviously it didn't get finished, which is horrible, and I hope that the author finishes it, and we look stupid for saying it's not finished. Yeah, hopefully um, six months from now. Yeah, <laughs> we can we can do a we can do an update, test update. Um, but yeah, I think it had a lot of potential, but nothing got tied up in a little bow, and I need things tied up in a little bow. So, right on. So, so what would you guys say since now we've gone through the four stories for the month? What would you guys say is your favorite story that we've read out of all four of them? Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, <laughs> well, I think either. Okay, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, I was gonna say I I liked mine. <laughs> I'll be honest. Um, I think it was simple and sweet. But if I had to pick one that wasn't mine, it would be um, the Man of War story with the Shadow Queen that Poppy picked. Because it was well-developed for being so short. I think I would choose T-Stands. Because it was sweet. It was short and sweet. And that's what I needed. <laughs> For me, I not to be biased or anything, but I liked my story. <laughs> wow, Ollie. Hey, um, I get it. I get it. All the reasons I said before. Um, it's actually between this one and Poppy's, and of course they're written by the same author. But I, I think the author, what is Drones of Innocence, really develops her stories pretty well. Um, but I think I like mine the best because it was very different and something I haven't read before. Fair, fair. And you, SG? Yeah. I I think, you know, I wasn't really crazy about any of them, but (laughs) (laughs) I feel like a jerk saying that. I wasn't really crazy about any of them, but if we're going in terms of cuteness, I think that Tristan's was the cutest. It was pretty cute. I am yeah. the winner. You, you win. <laughs> T-Stan won. Of, of absolutely no contest. Yeah, you, you, you guys. Not a competition. Wins or Mario won. month. Uh-huh. Oh, what? yay. You won this month, T-Stan. Yeah. You won, you won the Mario. The hearts and minds of your fellow co-hosts. <laughs> thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I'll be here all week. <laughs> who, who won last month? I think I won last month. Did we be yes. keeping... Should we be keeping track of this? I mean, we could. We should, yeah. We have like a crazy thing at the end of each year. But yeah, um, no, you you definitely won last won. time with yeah, your cause, feathers. Cause Prince Kit, Prince Kit yeah. was cool. Yeah, he was a cool dude. I'd date that guy. <laughs> but um, so now that we've uh, read all of our picks for this month, we need to pick our theme. For next month. Ooh. So excited! So I have a random number generator ready if someone God. wants to pull up the list. It's 1 to I've... 31. We have 31 options. Yeah. Yeah. I've yes. got the list. Okay. Uh... Are we ready? I'm, I'm about to get a random number. This is We're truly ready. random, guys. This is live. Right. Okay. 12. 
What's number no. 12? Oh my god! No. Oh my god! <laughs> no! It's, it's Twilight! We're not doing Fifty Shades of Grey. No, we are not reading Fifty Shades of Grey, but there's a lot of other craziness out there. Wow. Okay. I think we were going to pull out the big guns this early. Oh my god. Entering a very large fandom there. Yes, yes we are. Oh boy. We have to find some good stuff. We can't do trash. We have to actually try and find some good stuff. Please, even if it's only a little bit, proofread. Yes, definitely proofread this one. This fandom's full of crazy people. (laughs) Okay. No offense to Twilight fans. I'm sure you are the wonderful ones, but there's some crazy ones out there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, this is going to be fun. Thank you for listening to the Fan Fiction Book Club. Our pick this week was Fresh Air by Drones of Innocence. You can find this story and more of the author's work on fanfiction.net. Theme song is Funkorama by Kevin McLeod. You can find more of Kevin's music on incompetech.filmmusic.io slash artists slash Kevin dash McLeod. The works discussed on the Fan Fiction Book Club are not our own. All characters mentioned belong to their original authors. Until next week. We did it. Oh my God. Yeah.